The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Final crisis, number five. Grant Morrison, J.G. Jones, uh, 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 what's his name, Pachinko? Pacheco, Carlos Pacheco, and Marino doing art on this duty. And to be honest with you, as far as the art goes, because things jump around so much, I didn't notice a big art change in this issue. I really didn't either. Um, the the thing that's really entertaining is that first section. Mm-hmm. The where Hal Jordan on, stuff. Oh, and yeah, Hal Jordan's trial on Oa. The art style felt. I I thought for a minute that it was actually. Um, What's his name? Ivan? Yeah. The guy Ivan who Reitman. was drawing Green Lantern. Oh, okay. And it's actually, I mean, it's to the point where it's really well done Green Lantern art. I like what they're, I like his take on the Guardians. I like his take on Guy. Yeah. It's a very strong chunk. And then it's only slightly undermined by the fact that nothing that happens in that in that really makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. When, when uh, has Hal Jordan always been the Green Lantern of uh, 2814.1? What's the deal with that? He's always been Sector 2814. Uh-huh. The point one was added um, when they reactivated the core in Green Lantern Core Recharge. Ah. When they assigned two lanterns to each sector. So 2814.2 is John Stewart. I see. And so what, the, what does that make Green, uh, Guy Gardner and uh, Kyle Rayner? They're both uh, lanterns of the Honor Guard right now. They don't have specific sectors. So if they were not the Honor Guard, would they not be Green Lanterns then? They would probably be given some terrible sector. I don't know. Well, after the Sinestro Corps War, Lord only knows. But um, they were not given sector specifically, and I'm not sure what the thinking process behind was. Well, I know what happened first. Guy was made Honor Lantern first, I think. Mm-hmm. And Kyle was made Honor Lantern after he broke away from Parallax. But they're both stationed on Oa. Yeah. Uh, so they- page, page one, Mallet yes. Dasim. Gesundheit. He's the uh, he's the lawyery guy, Green Lantern. First appeared in Green Lantern number one thirty. Neat. Page two. Uh, was there anything else on page one that struck your fancy? Not particularly. The one thing that you know, uh, yeah. When you look at it, I like the fact that they're using old lanterns in the background. Yeah. People As the jury. Recognize. Yeah. But nothing really catches my eye. The things start going really nuts on, you know, episode or page two for me. Right, where they start accusing, of course, uh, Kraken of of being uh, fallible. Right. And the fact that uh, it's revealed that uh, there's an implant chip in Hal's head. Right. Or suppressor chip preventing him from remembering. Here's here's the thing that fascinates me is the the entirety of her evidence is look a cut on his forehead right so we don't have CSI teams on oh we don't have like, a little blue Gil Grissom to walk in and say hang on we need to follow the evidence follow yeah. the evidence you know 
Well, the fact that they say Alpha Lantern Kraken is hosting one of the apocalypse gods and then comes out and says Granny Goodness, I didn't know that they were jumping from body to body so quickly because in, uh, what was it? Titans, wasn't she? Teen Titans? Yeah, either Titans or Terror Titans. One of those two in the the Dark Side Club where Misfit jumped and killed her. I thought that was right. the end of it. Or was it Misfit or was it her sister, uh, Black, Alice? Black Alice? I think Black Alice did the actual Oh, killing. that's right. That's right. But uh, the the part where things start getting a little loopy-loon to me is, okay, at the bottom of page, or halfway through page three, Kraken flips out. Right. Okay, now I'm bothered, A, if, you know, if this is really a huge threat, why does she flip out when a guy from Minnesota and a guy that everybody hates in a Tupperware mask show up and go, you suck! Yeah. She's and, like, no, I don't. And then she starts freaking out. At the bottom of page three, someone is thrown into the main lantern. Now, who did you take that as? Because I, we don't see Guy Gardner after that. I wasn't clear who that was. It, it almost has to be Guy, but there's no real indication of who it is. Right. Whomever it is falls, and then in the next scene, we see her cut the head off a guardian. Right. This we're on now on page five. Page five. This is a problem for me. These, I mean, the guardians are ridiculously powerful, and we've seen them fend off any number of attacks. Not to mention the fact that the emerald energy is their own power, mm-hmm. and she uses it to essentially rip his head off and then try and steal the main lantern. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it doesn't make a great deal of sense to me. I understand what she what she's doing. They've given the Alpha Lanterns all have Manhunter technology, right? And in the Volume Five Green Lantern stories, or is it Volume Four? I don't remember. Anyway, the latest volume, Green Lanterns who are Alphas also have that Manhunter ability to suck dry power rings, mm-hmm, which she starts to do on the central battery. And one of the Guardians who is not getting his head bitten off by these space slugs says, "Initiate the Krona Protocol." Right. What is the Krona Protocol? It is entirely new. And it is it really? Because I thought it had something to do with, um, um, man, what was the thing that created the universe? What was that guy's name? Krona. Krona okay. was one of the precursors to the Guardians. And essentially, I think what he did was he created a portal that allowed him to look back to the moment of creation of the universe. So somehow they've, with this Krona protocol... They've caused the the central battery to disappear. Yeah, I think they named it after Krona because Krona was always considered to be their greatest threat. Ah, okay. So basically, this is their last-ditch effort in case of a Krona attack, apparently. But I'm bothered by the fact that immediately after that happens, Kraken, who, mind you, just chopped the head off a Guardian, for all intents and purposes, gets taken down by a stiff left hand from from Hal Jordan. Hey, I tell you what, a good uh, right hook is always going... I'm sorry, that's a left hook, is always going to take down the bad guys. Is it really? Well, is it really? It does in this case. Yeah, and that's what bothers me. <laughs> he, he punches out the greatest threat to the universe. I mean, something that, you know, literally nearly defenestrated. What's the word for chopping off a head? Decapitated. Decapitated. He threw her out a window. No. Nearly decapitates one of the creatures that powers the ring that makes him anything than just, you know, some jackass from Minnesota. And he punches it in the face, and it falls down. Well, this is the this is the other problem that I have, is that there are other Alpha Lanterns present. And uh-huh. when Kraken goes nutsy-kablooey, they should have instantly attacked, but they didn't. They did not. And instead of being able to carry out sentencing, 
like the Alpha Lanterns are allowed to do. They right. say sedate her and take her to a science cell. Right. Stick her in a box so that she can be threatening to us later on in, in the crossover. Yeah, granny goodness. Bah, bah, bah. Page six. Page six has a great moment, though. It has that Flash Gordon moment, and it's just one of those those Grant Morrison kind of things that nobody can write with a straight face, but it's still a hell yeah moment. <laughs> Hal Jordan, like, you have 24 hours to save the universe, Lantern Jordan. Flash! Ah! He'll See, save just, every one of us! Da, da, da. The Guardians are like, what do we do? What do we do? And Hal Jordan's like, we'll kick his ass! <laughs> Well, there's also something, and I think this maybe kind of might explain to some people some of the issues that people are having with the pacing of this issue. Uh, they say that there's a gravity sink or a gravity well that's sucking everything in, and I think that also plays out a few pages later. But that right. might explain how things are really quickening the closer you get to that central point. And it actually feels like a pretty clever conceit to explain why certain Final Crisis tie-ins are are seemingly going further into the future than others. Like, mm -hmm. for instance, Final Crisis Resist and Submit, at the time they came out, were a good two issues ahead of what was going on in the regular books. Right. Let's see. And then we cut back to Earth. Yes, page six. Here's Montoya talking about the hot German Supergirl until the swastika shows up. We've got the, uh, who is that, the White King and the Black Queen, Amanda Waller. I believe that's actually Jessica Midnight, who is the... Uh, the Black King's uh, Bishop. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that's Amanda Waller. She looks like a fat black woman. It's not. Oh, okay. All right. At least I don't no, Maybe it is. All right. I don't believe that Amanda Waller is still with Checkmate. I believe Amanda Waller was thrown out of Checkmate. Well, but maybe in this time of crisis, they've, they've brought her back in. You're possible. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I thought it was Jessica Midnight. And hey, here's hey. somebody that I was expecting to see. Way back during the uh, Infinite Crisis, the Omax. original Omax. One of the things that's really fascinating here is if you've ever seen the copy or the cover of Omax number one, the original Jack Kirby version. Yeah. One of the big upshots of that whole future story is the way they store androids in those weird cases like mm -hmm, this, mm -hmm. where Buddy Blank falls in love with yeah, a girl with the, and then yeah. finds out she's an android friend yeah. stored like that. So that's a nice touch for me. Well, and I don't know if we're actually going to see Omax flavored Omax. But. Well, but see, that's the thing. We did see the OMAC flavored OMACs, the blue ones, at the end them. of, what was it, Resist? Yep. That doesn't make any sense there either. Well, maybe we're going to have OMAC versus OMAC, or considering or that all Mr. the OMACs joining together. the OMACs, yeah. Yeah. Maybe and all OMACs are going to be all tied together. As with the previous page with one of the uh, um, Guardians saying his great line, uh, here we have Amanda Waller saying, do we look like the sort of people who wouldn't have a plan for the day the superheroes failed us? I like that line. Mm, not a bad line. Uh, so going on to the next page, what are we on? Page eight. I think so. Yeah. Uh, we're going to Bloodhaven where the attack happened. Right. Um, looks like Wonder Woman and Batwoman Bat and Catwoman yeah. are all suiting up. Look how um, Wonder Woman's shield has uh, the Omega symbol on there that Darkseid uses. Also notice that her boar face is a mask. Oh, yeah. Here I thought that was her actual face. Nope, she actually, uh, a page or so later, actually picks it up and puts it on. Oh, yeah, okay. They very pointedly don't show us Diana's face, so I'm wondering what's going on there. I'm also entertained by the fact that one of Darkseid's acolytes is apparently Reverend Al Sharpton. <laughs> 
Well, I'm glad they finally clear up who is who in which body. Yeah, Glorious Godfrey is the man who looks like Al Sharpton. Uh, Simeon, of course, is the guy with the uh, monkey head. And Ape, Mokari yeah. is the one who looks like a mime. And what were what was a Mokari's deal? I uh, you know your new gods well enough for that. I really don't. It's one of those series that Bruce always read, and I just kind of went, oh, mm-hmm. hey. I know who Dan Turpin is. Yeah, he's the new dark side as we flip over to page, what, 10? Something like that. Wonder Woman, everybody's finally getting suited up, and we hear dark side, a.k.a. Dan now, Turpin, delivering some Can you some hear dark side speak without hearing that, that Frank Welker voice from the Superpowers Hour? That would be actually pretty cool to have him do a voice, but I, to it, me, I, I'm still... The dark side is upon us. I, I need my voice. <laughs> I still see uh, Darkseid as that voice from the uh, Justice League Unlimited series. See, I didn't like that one as much because it didn't sound just like uh, Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Oh, yeah, so, there you uh, go. There you go. Bottom of page uh, 10, we get 11. to see all of the uh, new, I'm going to call them the female Furies. Because he does. Batwoman, Wonder Woman, Catwoman, and Giganta. And they're riding the giant mutated dogs from Jack Kirby's Commandy series. Uh, is that who it is? Because I thought it might be riding uh, Batwoman would be the Bat-Hound. Rex the Bat-Hound. Ace the Bat-Hound. Uh, the uh, Wonder Woman is riding uh, Crypto. <laughs> and I haven't figured out who Catwoman would be riding yet. It was I, I can't remember if it was Commandy. I think it was Commandy where he traveled across... The world that's coming, and they had giant mutated dogs, and and the Atomic Knights rode giant mutated dogs. Yeah, that's that true. Mentioned. That's the true. Atomic Knights were killed in Bloodhaven. We Onward. Do, yeah, we do check in with te- uh, uh, Checkmate as they're right. battling outside the lines. And who is Tempest? Tempest is the former Aqualad. Okay, that He's, makes uh, sense. Garth of Atlantis. He's untouched. Um, they, they capture, or they almost capture Green Lantern, and you see yeah, Donna Troy deal? has been turned into a justifier. What is the deal with uh, uh, Alan Scott, who's the first Green Lantern that we know of? Right. Um, how come he is such a primary target, do you think? Um, I want to say it's because he's ridiculously powerful, and with the removal of a Golden Age Superman from the... From the history books, mm-hmm. he's probably the most powerful of that first wave of heroes. Okay. Overtly powerful. I would say that, in a way, Jay Garrick has more subtle power, but Alan is probably the the keystone guy. How uh, come he's not all armored up like we see in Thy Kingdom Come? As this was drawn by someone who doesn't <laughs> suck. Oh! Sorry, did I say that? Uh, final panel of the page, we see Hawkman trying to take out Donna Troy, and who is Condor? The Black Condor from... Uh, the Freedom Fighters. He's over his shoulder. The guy with the uh, mohawk. Yeah, with the mohawk. Yep. That's the new Black Condor, the Bulleteer, Blue Beetle, Oh, is Cyclone, the Blue Bulleteer? Stuff. Where's the Bulleteer in there? Bulleteer is right under... Oh, uh, yeah, Black. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And Blue Beetle, okay. New Cyclone, Starman. Yep. If you look below Hawkman's armpit, you'll see um, Argent, who used oh, to be yeah, a yeah. Teen Titan. Yeah? And Starman from the Legion and the mm-hmm. Justice Society to his right. Mm-hmm. Cool. And Stargirl. Okay, flipping the page, we check in with uh, what I call the Newsboy <laughs> Legion, or the Japanese uh, characters. The most honorable Super Newsboy Legion! And the fun. fact that, uh, what's his face? Mr. Mr. Miracle, Mir- not the Mr. Miracle, or at least not the one that I choose to recognize, gets up Shiloh. and just says, hey, you know, I've been wearing bulletproof armor all this time. 
<laughs> I still love the line, you have thoughtlessly gunned down a global megastar. How will you explain yourself to this man's fans? <laughs> I just hear him as though he's being badly dubbed into English. Do you know all of the characters? Do you know all of the characters that are in this group? With the exception of Sonny Sumo, all those characters, I believe, are brand new Grant Morrison creations. Oh, okay. All right. I believe the gentleman in the foreground with the bat suit is like the most honorable super bat or something like that. Okay. I'd and, have to look it up. And then is it uh, Sonny Sumo saying, um, talking about the, uh, comparing the mother box to the iPods? Yes, that's Sonny Sumo. He's an original Kirby character from New Gods as well. Well, so is, uh, so is the guy, Mr. Miracle. He's also from... The original Shiloh, Shiloh Norman is the second Mr. Miracle, but he actually dates back to Kirby as well, I believe. All right. All right. And let's see. Um, I was trying to get to the page. The next page, there's some things going on. Um, things. Let's see. Castilian Draper, is that a character that we've seen before in one of the Checkmate books? Castellan Draper used to be the master jailer. He was a Superman villain, and now he's in charge of security at Checkmate's castle. Now, he wasn't the, uh, that's not the virus guy, is it? No, no. Well, from the issue of Checkmate? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's the guy who fought all the viruses in ah. the Code Zoo. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Let's see. Fifth World is coming down hard. The Swiss border just got further away. That's what I'm talking about with the, uh, with the gravity sink, is that suddenly, you know, things are pulling in and space and time are being distorted. And so suddenly if things were being drawn to... Bloodhaven, the border might expand as things get stretched. Did you yep. take it as that? I thought so, too. And I also liked uh, the bit where Mr. Miracle has always worn that, that mask with the weird shape on it. Yes, and, and I love that And Mr. Terrific to have everybody paint the, that shape on their face. And apparently that shape seems to be one of the reasons why these characters are fighting off the anti-life equation. Is that the, um, is that the same design that Metron was using? That he gave to Commandy. You know, I'm not sure. I might have to go back and check. I wonder if it's in any way related to the design that uh, the tattooed man got from Black Lightning. Ah. Remember when yeah, Black Lightning too. gave him the circuit yep. and said this will be the, the key to our survival. Right. Hard to say. Double page spread. Uh, apparently Calabac is now a tiger. Well, it's the only thing they could do to make it interesting. They turned him into a completely different character. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I don't care for Calabac. Three pages, and then three panels spread. spread across. Is there anything that strikes you? Oh, I see the Legion of Doom back there. Really? Yeah. Or, or the, oh, uh, cool. That yeah. is the Hall of Doom. Yeah, the Maybe. Hall of Doom. That's interesting. Yeah, that is I pretty cool. There. <laughs> I blame Black Manta. And then we get to this huge double-page spread that somebody up on the Major Spoilers website asked, who the heck are all these people? Well, starting in the upper left-hand corner, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, start, I'll start reading some and you help me out. That's Freddie right. Freeman, the new Shazam, or the new Captain Marvel. There's yep. Black Adam, Bubba yep. Hotep, or whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> is that Stripe, the robot, or who is that? That is Stripe. Okay. Then riding the, uh, the Hummer, we've got a Vixen, Blue Devil... Yes. And who's what the tiger? I presume man? to be a miscolored bronze tiger. Ah, okay, all right. Uh, the only reason I say that is because of his uh, his uh, proximity to Vixen. Okay, Vixen that makes and the bronze sense. tiger have an existing relationship. That makes sense. Riding the motorcycle is Liberty Bell, aka Jesse Quick, aka the former uh, speedster, and her right. husband, uh, Hour Man. Right, Rick Tyler, the th second or third Hour Man. I don't remember which. 
who is the robot dude? Is that um... that is Jake Two, uh, the robot commando? I can't remember if it's um, the original uh, character was from uh, Weird War Tales or something, but that that particular version came out of Checkmate. Ah, okay. I believe he's he's a robot created specifically for combat situations. And riding the motorcycle front and center is uh, another one of Grant Morrison's, I guess, creations, right? Uh, Frankenstein? Frankenstein Seven Soldiers yeah. miniseries. Above him, we've got uh, John Stewart, Green Lantern, right. who for some reason isn't all morphed and, and weapony. Right. Supergirl. Right. Shadowhawk <laughs> from the Image Universe. <laughs> who is that? I have absolutely no idea who that is, but I noticed that he doesn't speak English. Oh, okay. So maybe he's one of the great Japanese uh, Samurai 7 or something? He, see, he seems to be speaking either Spanish or Portuguese. My my Spanish and Portuguese aren't very good. Oh, okay. Mi armadura está en tu pesa un tonel. ¿Qué haría Superman? They call him the I-Man, created by Oscar Pinto, uh, for who first appeared in Superman Annual number 12. Okay. That's what I'm reading on another that's- on another site. Well, that's him. All right. So below him, we have the uh, American Mando. Right. Mr. America from Justice Society. Who also happened to be, wasn't he also the guy from... Uh, uh, the Golden Age? The Golden Age. Uh, sort of, kind of, in a manner of speaking. I don't know who that is in front of him, but is that uh, somebody wearing a mask? Jack Knight? No? Um, I, I, my first thought when I saw that was Mongrel. From the Green Arrow annual about 10 years ago, but I honestly can't tell you. Okay. Well, next to him is a Red Arrow. Yes. And also riding the red motorbike is the original Wildcat and his uh, son, Wildcat, too. Wildcat, dose. We flip the page, and there's some Spanish going on. Somebody's getting the crap kicked out of him. Uh, Frankenstein is quoting Milton. Yes, which I think is wonderful and also bizarre as hell. I also find it entertaining that the basic structure of Frankenstein's motorcycle has changed completely yes. from one panel to the next. Yes, and now it's got the big old shade uh, agency right. right there on the side. That's pretty wicked. And they're actually attacking the Commandy bunker Yes, in Bloodhaven, which is where Commandy gets his name. Yep. And then, of course, we turn the page and... Oh, everybody's favorite sky. character. Wait for the lightning it's to a, strike. It's a perv. It's a loon. It's... Mary Mary freaking freaking Marvel. Marvel. Luckily, though, uh, Black Adam intervenes, and we flip to the next page, and they're just uh, going at it pretty hard and heavy. And some of the crap that comes out of Mary's mouth is pretty pervy and disgusting. Yeah, I am not comfortable with Mary Marvel's hints of sadomasochism here. I am entertained with the fact that it takes a Black Marvel to take down a Black Marvel. Well, and she just picks up an SUV and smacks him upside the head. Yep. And then she immediately takes down Shazam, which is pretty impressive, by hitting him with Black Adam, which is what I <laughs> do at work all the time. I'm going to pick you up, and I'm going to hit him with you. You both die, and there'll be no murder weapon. Now, this is the thing that's going to get everybody uh, all uh, messed up, probably, for a couple of months. Mary yeah. has a new magic word, a blasphemous word. Yep. I wonder what that could be. Um, uh, a BDSM? <laughs> I don't know, ball gag? I just hate what they've done to her character. Maybe it's a magic safe word because she seems to be grinding pretty serious <laughs> on Freddy and Yeah, she yeah, right into his face with her with her crotch. But who comes to save the day? We're now on the next page. Yeah, Talkie Tawny in a uh, checkered jacket. 
And a jetpack. And uh, it's too bad, the though. The same looked... jetpack that Gilligan wore on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like Calabac is going to smash Takitani's uh, head in. You'd be surprised. Takitani is tougher than dirt. There is something at... No, he's already dropped the uh, the bazooka or whatever that he was carrying, so I don't think he's going to be able to whip that around and do something. But then we get to the next page, where this is the part that really doesn't make sense. So we've got... Uh, Nix Muratu, or whatever his name is, the uh, monitor who got cast out of the monitorverse because he lost that his Nix Nix's whatever his Nix whatever his name is. Right. That's who the 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 Mohawk guy is, or the the black guy is. Right. They throw him in there with somebody in a wheelchair and somebody we don't see crumpled right. in a corner. But apparently he has some monkey like hands, or he has some very dirty hands. And I thought that that was Detective Chimp. Could be. The guy awesome. in the wheelchair is playing with a Rubik's Cube, so my first thought is, ah, that's the calculator. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. The the monkey man hand, or the man that has very hairy hands, somewhat like me, is holding the Metron uh, diagram. Right. We've seen, uh, an- you know, it could be Anthro. We've seen Anthro uh, right. captured, I thought, by Darkseid. Right. But that could be Anthro. Possible. Next page. He's a, lot more, he's a lot more loquacious than I've given Anthro credit for. Though. Yeah, that's true. Next page, Nix is talking about all his drawings, and we see Thy Kingdom or the uh, Kingdom Come Superman, and we see the woman, the the monitor that he's fallen in love with, whatever her name is. Ouija Dell. Ouija Dell. Ouija Dell. Ouija Dell. And then we cut to uh, let's see. Also on that page, Ari walks in. On the next page, I guess I should say. Yeah. Uh, well, there's something on... Maybe it was the page before. Must have been the page before. The person that's cloaked saying, there's a magical minimum number of moves that can solve a Rubik Cube. I bet you never wanted to know that. They call it the number of God. Nobody never did it in less than 18. And then when we get to this this page that we've proceeded to... They're getting ready to take Nix out, and suddenly the person in the wheelchair, who again, I swear, is Calculator, mm-hmm. solves the Rubik's Cube in 17 moves, less than 18, and all of a Wait sudden a it's like, ping, and everything lights up, and the whole room goes eyes. to... They're blue. It's Metron. Oh. The man in the wheelchair is Metron. There you go. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, Metron perfect. always had those weird cubicle eyes, and that's why the that's what and the that's power... why he's in a wheelchair because Metron never. I mean, he was always right. riding around in a chair. Metron rides in his Mobius chair. Okay, so that makes sense finally. Yes, because then when we go to the next page, we see, see the calculator getting killed by yeah. you know. Unfortunately, Libra went from being what I thought was going to be one of the most interesting characters to. Kind of a bystander. Really? Yeah, just a, a, a lackey for Darkseid. And well, and we knew that the religion of crime was related to Darkseid, but I didn't realize that this was just, hey, let's bring in Darkseid. Maybe in the last two issues, something's going to happen that makes Libra awesome. I doubt it, unless it's revealed to be somebody we weren't expecting him to be. Like Barry Allen. No, because we've already seen Barry Allen back. Is it really Barry Allen? Yeah, well, you never know. Lex Maybe. Luthor, though, it looks like he's having a, a crisis of conscience. Lex Luthor doesn't have a conscience. All right, so be it. I do like the fact that Savannah is afraid of Libra. 
when Savannah. Oh yeah, yeah, Doctor Savannah, who used to be, for those who don't know, a Captain Marvel villain, the greatest Captain Marvel villain, and some say the greatest mind in the universe. I mean, he did, after all, uh, do a pretty awesome job in uh, Fifty Two, or not Fifty? Yeah, Fifty Two. And then we cut back to Bloodhaven. And uh, Darkseid, Dan Turpin is just letting all of these... I guess the problem with what's going on with the, with the new gods is that their bodies wear out. They can only inhabit their bodies for a short while, which doesn't make sense because um, the Simeon guy... Right. I thought that they were constructing those animal-human hybrid bodies to make the bodies last longer. They may have been. I mean, when you think about it, we've seen... Yeah, well, in the case of Granny Goodness, we've seen that the energy seems to wipe them out True. pretty quick. And then if you look at this, they had to do a lot of work to turn Turpin into Darkseid. Yeah. And, and Darkseid sucks the power out of his followers. Yeah, and it looks like he's holding iPod earbuds. So maybe that should be a lesson to everybody. Get those iPod earbuds out of your out of your ears. Yeah. Supergirl actually acts in this this sequence as Kind of it, it, the thing that really frustrates me is we cut from a line about Libra offering turns at Supergirl, which I think is something perverse, to Supergirl actually figuring out what's going on before everyone else, where she says that uh, the power is like a brain sending signals to a gigantic nervous system. Mm-hmm. She's the first one to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Marvel, of course, blindsides her. Yeah, but Supergirl burns those ugly pink pig- pigtails off of her. Well, thank God. <laughs> Then we and then of course, the lanterns arrived on ta-da! as and we it, like to call it the thin green line. Yeah, and then they just uh, this other line. This is again we can free fall fall into the singularity, and if you look surrounding the Earth that we know are fifty two other Earths. Well, probably not all fifty two Earths, but there are a multitude of Earths orbiting the main Earth that they're falling into. I count 13. Well, I'm sure there are more. They're just off-panel where you can't see them. Uh, you're imagining it. But I did find that interesting. I, I didn't catch that the first time that there were all those multiple Earths. So then, this, you know, kind of brings into question... Mm-hmm. Well, Darkseid obviously appears to be accumulating all the powers from the multiple Earths to really become a god. The yes, fifth, and the, for the first time ever... Someone pointed this out to me at, on at the store on Sunday. And if you're listening, Josh, how are you? For the first time ever, Darkseid actually feels like a new G-O-D. Yes, not, a big Not just a guy G-O-D. who can punch really hard and shoot you with I-beams, but a capital G-O-D, which is good and bad. Right, right, right. Uh, we get to the last page of the issue, and we see the president of the United right, States... And Uncle Sam, not Uncle Sam, excuse me, Father Time, the head of Shade, telling ah. him that Earth is no longer ours. And it looks like the president uh, is going to kill himself. It does look that way, yes. And then how do you think the Green Lanterns are going to fight with 2% power? Um, I'm going to vote with punch him in the face. It worked with Kraken. <laughs> the fifth world of Dark Side has begun. The night of anguish that lasts forever. Now, who else is hanging there? Um, Can you tell? Do those look like anybody look, that we care they about? They both look female, but they don't have any real identifying features. Okay. I'm going to say thunder and lightning. And then just out of the darkness, I am the new god. Cocoon with the eyes opening up. 
And everyone who's possessed by the anti-life is suddenly under the will of Darkseid. That yeah, is just, creepy as hell. Just like Supergirl said, uh, you know, it's a big brain and everybody's acting just like the, the nervous system. We get to another three-panel, well, it's not three-panel, but another double-page spread where we do see everybody acting like that. The sky is red, the lightning is black, and... Something new is born out of probably probably a combination of the sketches mm-hmm. and the power of the Rubik's Cube. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this quote, the fifth world dawns in flame and thunder, has anything to do with it. The battle is joined by the last page. One bad mamma The judge of all evil is here. Uh, Nick's... Apparently combined with uh, the monkey guy and the guy in the wheelchair, Metron. Possibly, yeah. And that's an interesting... I'm just looking at the sketch in the foreground. It looks like Dr. Fate with a gun. Uh, In that last page? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is Dr. Fate with a gun. You know, these all came from uh, the sketchbook issue that came out about a month or two before Final Crisis began. Interesting. Because that's where they had the suit design for um, Nazi Superman or whatever that one is on the page before. And some right. of these others I recognize from that. Uh, but, you know, being a monitor, he's surrounded by monitors. Maybe he's the anti-monitor. Monitor. <laughs> it's a too confusing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what, uh, what I think has happened, I think your, your supposition is whoever it was with the simian hands and... The person that we suspect to be Metron and the person that we know is Nick's, Nick's Olympia. Yeah, Nick's Utan. Nick's, Nick's Danger, third eye. Now, uh, this other site that I'm looking at uh, says that this is Viking the Black or Viken the Black from the Forever People. I don't think really? so. Really? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm going to uh, say he is the monitor that's gained his power and he now has the power of Metron and the rest possible well i i don't see anything that jumps up and screams out to me hey my name's viking how you doing viking was one of the forever people yeah and i think the forever people were all murdered like the rest of the new gods yes they were i don't i unless that i mean unless that power signature on the coat means something that i'm not catching i don't know no, that's why I would. Th- it's a very new goddish uh, symbol. That's and it's black and gold, very much like what Metron would be wearing. Well, yeah, and uh, Viking always wore green and blue, if I recall. I'm going to say that's not him. I would be I, uh, unless there's a clue that I've missed. Well, let's just put it this way: this other site where I'm getting some of these other past notes from was wrong mm-hmm. on the Metron part, and we may be too. But I, you're right about about Metron, who has not appeared in this series. Metron appeared in the very first issue with Commendy, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he didn't, I mean, he disappeared after that. Anthro. Well, that's who I said was the, uh, was the monkey hands, was Anthro. The first boy on Earth. Anthro. Anthro. Why does that strike me? I don't know. There's you don't know who Anthro is? I know who Anthro is, but something important about Anthro that I feel like I'm forgetting. Well, because Metron gave him the power of something, which... Everybody thought is this drawing because that's what he started drawing at the end of that first issue, and then when uh, we jump forward, I think it was issue two or three with the cave divers who uncovered the symbol in the subway. 
but Command D had already been captured, and we hadn't seen Anthro except for some kind of a merging of worlds with uh, Command D and Anthro in, in kind of the same... I don't know, it's all confusing. The first boy on Earth and the last boy on Earth. Yeah. Well, the Morrison did say, and if uh, the series hasn't been changed so much, we will see the last boy on Earth appear in the last issue, on the last panel. Mm-hmm. Maybe it turns a commandy of Zoranar. <laughs> Maybe Batman mm-hmm. comes out and saves everybody because he already saw this coming about uh, six six years ago. There you go. All right, so Matthew, this what did you think of uh, what did you think of Final Crisis number five? I really, I, I'm still sticking with my two and a half. There's enough going on that. It, uh, like I said in my review on the website, it feels like I'm not getting the clues. It's not that the clues are there. It feels like I'm not getting them. Then when I go through and reread it, and I go, hey, maybe that's Metron. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking maybe you know, maybe something strange is going on. Maybe I don't know what's going on. Did going through know. this and analyzing, analyzing it page by page help in your or assist in your interpretation? Or you're reading? Yeah, it's up to a point. Um, I'm still kind of in the dark, but I'm. It, it's a fascinated kind of in yeah. the dark, and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's like turning over a rock. And some of the things you find are awesome, and some of them are gross, like Mary grinding herself on Freddy and <laughs> asking if he wants a naughty magic word too. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a it's an interesting series to read, and I'm sure once. Unlike some other crossovers, secret invasion, excuse me, I don't know where it's going. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea where this is going. Yeah. I don't necessarily know that it's going to be able to stick around for long because of you know the, the wild psychosis of parts of it. But it's, in, it's an interesting read, so I'm going to have to go with two and a half. There's stuff that I don't understand. The parts that I do understand are interesting, and I want to know where it's going. Cool. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed. I'm going to give it a three. Just because I find going through panel by panel and really observing a lot of this in stuff and and referencing where these characters come from in the past and making these little discoveries actually does improve my enjoyment of the issue. So that's why I'm going to give it a three. There you go. And I hope everybody enjoyed our little annotated walkthrough of Final Crisis number five. Uh, Whenever Final Crisis number six does arrive, perhaps Matthew and I will do this again. If I had the X-ray vision of a Superman, I could save some bucks and stand around and read through the covers of the comics on the rack. And although every other page would be backwards, I suppose, I could still read the evens and the odds. Well, I don't know. Guess I haven't thought this all the way through. Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew, it'd make me wait out on the corner. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Away. If I was hulking green or gray, I could bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little me would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would you bag and board your comics with such huge hands? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler, yeah, 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 yeah. What a major spoiler.